Welcome to Season Ticket presented by Press Room Pass. This podcast is your passport to sports history with a peek at the present. The hosts, Chris and Don, will share with you their love of sports, highlighting their favorite teams and seasons. While they focus on the past, they'll talk about some current events too, and along the way they'll probably throw in a few pop culture references. This is Season 2, Episode 1, and the topic is our hosts' favorite Super Bowl games. Chris and Don, understandably, chose different games, but why they chose those particular contests is not always about the game. They even asked me about my favorite Super Bowl. I bet you'll be surprised. What's your favorite game? Join the conversation online. We'll tell you how later in the show. This podcast is presented by PressRoomPass.com. You'll hear more about Press Room Pass and how to connect with the podcast later. But right now, let's start the show. Hello again, and welcome back to Season Ticket, presented by Press Room Pass. And today's topic, we're going to talk about our favorite Super Bowls. We're going to actually bring your engineer, Michael W. Swagger. And by the way, let me say hello to the guys. Once again, to my right is Donnie T-Bone Tincher. Don, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Looking forward to talking about some football. There you go. And to my left, Michael W. Swagger. Michael, how are you today? Hello. It's a great day. The three of us have picked our favorite Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about the reasons why we like that, why it's our favorite, and some background information on it as well. So I will get the ball started on this thing. And my favorite Super Bowl is as soon as I got through figuring out all the Roman numerals. And, of course, Don, you had to help me with that a little bit, didn't you? Yes. I'm not sure you got it figured out yet. (laughs) My favorite Super Bowl is 41 which is between the Colts and the Bears in the rainy Super Bowl, some people call it. It was Indianapolis Colts' first trip to the Super Bowl since Super Bowl V, where they beat the Dallas Cowboys, so it had been quite a bit. And usually in the playoffs, uh, guys, their nemesis was always the New England Patriots, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Couldn't seem to get past them. But this particular year, they did, and I'll, I'll go into that a little bit later. But they played the Bears. The Colts' record that year was 12-4. and but they didn't actually win the division. They were a wild card. Well, they won the division, but they were a wild card team. And the Bears were 13-3, and and they did win their division, so they had a bye. The Colts first played the Kansas City Chiefs on wild card weekend and won that game 23-6. And then they played the Baltimore Ravens at Baltimore in the field goal game. Adam Vinatieri, their kicker, kicked five field goals. And the score of that game was 15-6. to And then they played the Patriots in probably one of the best AFC championship games ever. Managed to beat Tom Brady and the Patriots 38-34, which took them to Super Bowl 41 in Miami. And the Bears, again, finished 13-3. They had it much easier in the playoffs. Only had two games. Their first game, they beat the Seattle Seahawks 27-24. And then for the NFC Championship game, defeated the New Orleans Saints 39-14. So that kind of sets up the game down in Miami between these two teams. One of the things that stuck out to me on this game, as I mentioned earlier, is that it did rain pretty much the whole game. So the conditions were not the best. One of the reasons the Colts had not gotten to the Super Bowl before then was their defense hadn't been very good. Well, their defense finally stepped up in this, and that was one of the reasons that they got there. They were led, of course, by Peyton Manning, who was the MVP of this game, by the way. This was the first year that they had not had Edger and James on the team. As a matter of fact, Jim Irsay, several years after the fact, decided to give 
Edron James a Super Bowl ring, even though he was not on the team. They had cut him, actually didn't re-sign him. And the starting running backs were a rookie named Joseph Adai and someone no one had really ever heard of, Dominic Rhodes. The receivers, of course, were still Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne was young, so they had a good group of receivers. And again, their defense played pretty well. So let me give you some little interesting tidbits about this Super Bowl, guys. And the first one is the Bears were led by Rex Grossman. You guys remember him? Yes, I do. Played for the University of Florida. He was considered a problem with them all year, but again, led him to a 13-3 record. Their running backs were Thomas Jones and Cedric Benson, and their receivers were Machine Muhammad and Bernard Berrien, uh, if you guys remember those, uh, those players as well. This game was watched by 93.2 million people. The halftime performance of this was done by Prince. The viewership peaked at 140 million when Prince performed his halftime show. So Prince actually outperformed the game. Well, so people kind of like tuned in, you know, didn't watch the game and then tuned in to see Prince to, perform to at halftime. To watch some of the some of the Prince stuff. The thing about that was that uh, you know, of course, he performed in the rain. Obviously, yes. You know, that was something that you know a lot of people really praised him for for just doing that and you know yes and i remember it was one of the better uh, halftime shows in quite a while in my opinion billy joel sung the national anthem in this game you know it was just kind of a dreary super bowl but i'm a colts fan and i think uh, you guys are as well so it was good to see them finally get one in indianapolis when they won super bowl five of course they were the baltimore right colts so this was the first one as the indianapolis colts we had had season tickets at some point. I don't know if, if I was part of your group then. You were, point. yes. We had some season tickets over, off and on over the years. Even though I, I the Packers are my number one team, as, as everyone knows. The, right. You know, it, was, it was fun to watch the Colts. It was kind of a, I guess you could say, kind of an ugly game. Oh. But it was mostly because of the rain. Exactly. It wasn't that the teams couldn't do things well. It just was conditions really made the, exactly. the players kind of suffer with what was going on. And this also was a game between the first two African-American coaches, Tony yes. Dungy for the Colts and Lovey Smith for the Bears, who I believe is now at the University of Illinois. Dungy, I believe, is retired. Yeah. But this was the first game for that. So there was a lot of firsts in this game. Anything that stands out to you, Don, that you – again, the rain – you're right. The rain mm-hmm. seems to be – I just remember when Peyton was receiving his MVP and, and after – it was just – Pouring down yes. rain. Well, and and having lived in that area of Florida, you, you get that sometimes. Yes. You know, you. I remember when I first moved down there, I I learned that I had to roll my windows up. You're exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Otherwise, you could come down and you know it, it rained for 20 minutes, but you've got like a huge puddle in your vehicle. Yep. yep. So uh, you know, but on on a personal note, uh, uh-huh. you mentioned Rex Grossman earlier. Yes. Rex Grossman's grandparents lived in our area, and I got to interview them. Uh, for a newspaper article. Okay. Uh, you know, very, very nice people. You know, even though he was a Chicago Bear, I told them that, you know, I would tolerate that, and they were both laughing at me. It was it was kind of funny. You know, we, we had, a, had a good time talking with him and, and doing the story, and his grandmother gave me a picture to put in the newspaper that uh, was taken of him, and it was pretty cool. Okay. The other thing about this, too, by the way, if everybody remembers, the opening kickoff by the Bears was run back for a touchdown. Yes. The Colts were actually down fourteen to six in the first quarter, and then pretty much after that, it was they were kind of they kind of dominated. Of course, Devin Hester was one of the best return guys yes. at any time during the NFL. He was, uh, you know, absolutely, definitely, probably the best one at that time. Absolutely, uh, you could put him on an all-time list of guys that can return the football, punts, and kicks, and, yep. and do a great job. 
All right, that sounds pretty good. Well, that was my choice, uh, Super Bowl 41 between the Colts and the Bears. Again, the Colts end up winning that game 29-17 to to claim their first Super Bowl as, a, as the Indianapolis Colts, and Peyton Manning was MVP. So when we come back from the break, we're going to go talk about Don's favorite Super Bowl and then Michael's and continue from there. This is Season Ticket presented by Press Room Pass. listening to Season Ticket presented by Press Room Pass. During this quick break, we want to direct your attention to the podcast sponsor at PressRoomPass.com. Our co-host, Don Tincher, writes short articles on topics relevant to the season and posts them on a daily basis. They are informative and sometimes entertaining stories that we don't have time to cover in the podcast. Now let's get back to the show and hear about Don's favorite Super Bowl game. Welcome back to Season Ticket, presented by Press Room Pass. Now we're going to move to Donnie T-Bone Tincher. And let me, gee, let me take a guess at what your favorite Super Bowl is. It's either going to be Super Bowl One or Super Bowl Two or Super Bowl 31. Which one are you picking, Don? Well, I'm going to go with 31. All right. Because the first two, even though I was alive during the first two and I knew – you know a lot about those teams I didn't remember it I was only three four five years old during that time so after a lifetime of suffering <laughs> I, I got to witness my team win a Super Bowl sort of the fact well, that they were the ex- first champions wasn't enough for I was gonna you? say well, please, explain the, <laughs> well, please explain the, the sort the, of comment. The, the sort of comment comes from the fact that I probably watched 10 plays really I slept through most of it Okay. I oh, no. was grabbing the porcelain bus, as it ah. were. It was a horrible day. Why did we have my, a Super Bowl household. party, or did no? We, uh, I okay. just I I didn't leave the house. I was an absolute mess, okay. and just was. I'm not a hundred percent sure what had happened, but I just I think I probably ate something. It seemed to be more like a case of food poisoning more than anything. Ooh, but I, it was just, it was horrendous. Some, and, some bad Super Bowl and, chilling. And so the thing you mentioned, we mentioned Devin Hester in, in yes. your favorite game. Well, my is Desmond Howard. Okay. And, and I, I remember the opening kickoff yes. of the second half. He ran back the touchdown, and I sat up on the couch and looked at my wife and said, Yes. And then I laid back down, and I think I woke up in the fourth quarter. Oh, my God. Knowing, of course, hey, we're going to win now. I was able to sleep soundly for probably a quarter and a half and then woke up in time to see the end of it. Well, that's got to be – I mean, for you to – because you're right, Super Bowl one and two, you were, what, five, six years old? Yeah, so yeah, it's harder. Yeah. So the finally, you finally get there. You're finally able to be coherent about it, understand it, an adult about it, and then you get sick. Wow. Absolutely just – done i i couldn't do anything it was awful the, you know the fever and all kinds of stuff and well, if green bay ever makes it back then you'll need to get sick that day too because you've got a strength well and see the, the the sad part was is i was sick the last time yeah. uh you know they played in the aaron Rodgers won it yeah. Yeah, yeah well and, but th- that one was good because my son was running around the house with his cheese head oh yes that one was more of confirmation that we have a good team 
they went through the wild card and got through it. But the game that I missed is the most important one. And actually, I've I have been able to watch it. We did tape it back in those sure. days. It was a sure. VCR tape or, so or, we, or Betamax. We, yeah, no, 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 not that old. <laughs> close, <laughs> close, but not that old. You know, it was it was fun to be able to watch that. And then, of course, that team though. The big thing for me that year was the NFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. where they won the division game with the 49ers because that was one of those things where they couldn't get by the Cowboys or the 49ers. I remember one year telling my wife that I got mad because she brought home a Sports Illustrated. Hey, look, here's Brett Favre on the cover <laughs> of Sports Illustrated. And I thought, oh, you know, she was kind of confused. It's like, well, why aren't you happy about this? I said, well, because this means they're going to lose. And, and, of course, you know, they, they did that year. You know, the nice thing was that they were able to get by the 49ers in the division playoffs, and I felt really good about that because I thought, okay, this team is going to get this done. Almost destiny when yeah, you get and, to that point. And then, of course, it worked out to where they ended up playing the Carolina Panthers at home, mm-hmm. then, you know, go to the Super Bowl and beat Which the Which was Patriots. in New Orleans, I believe. It was in, in New Orleans, 35-21 with Mike Holmgren and Bill Parcells was, of course, mm-hmm. coaching the Patriots. I like this kind of information. You know, what was the halftime performer who was the national anthem? The the Blues Brothers. Oh yes, uh, was the halftime with uh, okay. w- without John Belushi. Of course, of course. I believe his brother was there. Yeah, though. Jim, Jim Belushi, Belushi so, John yeah. Aykroyd, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Sorry, I seem to remember ZZ Top and yes. and James Brown. And of course, none of that is in my actual memory of watching it at that moment. It's that's more of right. like going through the tapes and 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 that kind of stuff. Our, our man uh, Luther Vandross. Luther, oh my sang goodness! Sang the national anthem. He was a, he's That's great. That's probably so besides it, that Whitney Houston national anthem. Luther probably yeah. Luther it Luther was 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 pretty good. I don't so. remember. I'm like you. I don't. I'm back then. I was probably more concerned with just the game itself and not all the festivities. Well, now, it, now I kind of like to see what's going on with the true. That, that, Except that I don't true. know any of the artists right. these days. And that's kind of a yeah. tough one to to get yeah. used to, but. And I also, you had mentioned Bill Parcells was the coach of the Patriots and Mike Holgram for the Packers. I know there was a couple of Hall of Famers that actually came out of that game. Uh, Brett Favre and Reggie White yes, that, uh, played that in that true. game. I think when White signed with the Packers a few years earlier, mm-hmm. that was the thing that told me, hey, we're, you know, I, I knew Favre could take us to a certain point, but it was the defense that made the difference. And that was one of those. You know, Reggie White changed everything and got it going to yeah, the, the right direction. Yeah, they pretty much have that. The, the game from beginning to end was kind of dominated by Green Bay. One of the other plays that I do remember is when Andre Risen scored his, Bad uh, Moon his Risen. touchdown for the first score of the game. And I remember seeing that one, and then I kind of fell asleep because they were ahead. Of course, I didn't realize it until I woke up at halftime that they were actually had been – behind yes so they didn't dominate the whole game no 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 they were behind 14 to 10 late in the first quarter but then it kind of turned around and Favre throws a touchdown pass to Antonio Freeman and then Desmond Howard does his thing with the start of the first half yeah so uh give you another little tidbit of that kind of end with this little trivia fact this was the first game for Super Bowl televised by the Fox broadcast network who were the play-by-play and color coordinator for the first Super Bowl done by Fox Broadcasting Company? Well, I'm guessing John Madden. Correct. That he was the color. And Pat Summerall. 
Correct, because they were at CBS and left CBS to, to, go, go, to, to, Fox. to go to Fox. Very good. Well, that's a very good choice. A Super Bowl that brought your beloved yes. Packers their third. The third of their four Super Bowl championships. When we come back from this break, we're going to do our third and final one. Michael's going to tell us his favorite Super Bowl. We'll discuss that for a little bit. This, is once again, is Season Ticket presented by Press Room Pass. You're listening to Season Ticket, presented by Press Room Pass. This episode's extended version with three segments gives us another opportunity to direct your attention to the podcast sponsor. In addition to Don's articles mentioned earlier, there's a series recounting his Stratomatic Yankees replay simulation. How are those epic teams holding up to the modern era champions? Check out the posts at PressRoomPass.com. At the end of this podcast, we'll tell you about some extra content and how you can help us by promoting the podcast. And now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Season Ticket, presented by Press Room Pass. And today, we're talking our favorite Super Bowls. And we're down to Michael W. Swigert, our engineer. We've let him out of his cage. Michael, tell us about your favorite Super Bowl. So my favorite Super Bowl is 24. Took place on January in 1990. Okay. It's between the San Francisco 49ers and the Denver Broncos. Why is that your favorite Super Bowl? Well, the reason it's my favorite actually has nothing to do with the game. Okay. There are a lot of things about the game that I liked, and, and I was a 49ers fan at the time. Most of the country was, especially the Fairweather fans. The 49ers had basically dominated the 80s. Yeah. Montana was at the peak of his game. Yep. In fact, to me, everything after this game for Montana's epilogue. Yes. You know, he traded teams and he got injured and basically his career was over yep. at that point. So within a, a few months, really. And the Steve Young career, era kind of began. The Steve Young the... era began at San Francisco. Yep. So this was preceded immediately in the playoffs against Dallas by the game known as the catch with the last second winning catch Dwight there. Clark. Dwight yes. Clark would be the a, man. With a great return to the passer, he changed his route and met Montana moving across the field and, right. and then left and made a spectacular catch there to win the game for the 49ers. So all of those things happened. It was the biggest blowout in Super Bowl history to this yes, day. That is it's correct. still the biggest victory in Super Bowl history. 45-point domination. Yep. It, what for, was the final score? 55 to 10. 55 to 10. Yeah, it was the final score. There. And for all of the hype of the Broncos and especially John Elway, he was a great quarterback, but never one of my favorites. Right. So I look at this game, and there are a lot of reasons to like this game from a sports point of view. With the outstanding players, Jerry Rice is a wide receiver, is one of my favorite mm-hmm. all-time wide receivers. Probably, I think, arguably one of the best not just wide receivers, but best players to ever play the game, in right. my opinion. Right. I think Jim Brown's always number one. But Jerry Rice, you're exactly right, Michael. Is when I think one of, of the offensive best of all players, time. Jerry Rice is at the top of my line. Walter Payton, of course, some yes. of the quarterbacks yes. are up there as well. Peyton Manning, yep. of course. But I really like these players, and I like. Thank the you game. for not saying Tom Brady. <laughs> Can't stand him or the Patriots. Sorry, I digress. Go ahead, Michael. No, that's fine. I apologize. But the real reason that I like this is a very personal nature. Just a few days, less than three weeks prior to this, I'd had a near life-ending auto accident. And so being able to watch this game at all was 
a miracle. Well, the two between the two of you guys. So I was actually. I mean, laying you in know, with Michael, and, with Don being sick and Michael about dying. I mean, uh, well, I was well on the way to recovery. By this point, it was assured that not only was I going to survive, but I was going to have a near complete recovery from the injuries sustained. And so this was just an icing on the cake. It was a great game. It was a spectacular game to watch. Yes. In fact, in prep for this, I watched it again just <laughs> to see what I'd missed before. And it was really, really <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't count how many times well, I've watched Jerry Desmond Rice, Howard. Well, you know? Jerry, Jer- Jerry Rice was just awesome in this game. Yeah, and there are stats, and we could go over those. But, I mean, it just they, – they killed it yeah. that year. And the 49ers just – showed at that point they were at the peak they were at the top of their game you they got had, it they had moved up through yes, the years they were. and they are one of the all-time leading super bowl champions yep that's one of the reasons i like them Until i didn't like Tom the Brady colors the for patriots a few years past them. I can't did i ever mention i can't stand the it, patriots well, why did you just keep bringing that up why i don't, don't know why do bring that. i can't help no, it. We, hey you know i hear you wait well let me give you some trivia mr michael w schweiger let me give you some trivia first of all national anthem sung by aaron neville Excellent. Absolutely correct. And who did the halftime show? Boy, they, you didn't win on the halftime show, I'll tell you that. <laughs> this was back in the era the halftime show was more of a theme yes, it than was. it was a performer. It was. I've heard of Pete Fountain, but who the Isn't hell is Doug Kershaw <laughs> and Irma well, Thomas? Well, what Doug Kershaw is a country artist. Okay. Well, that's who did the halftime show. The halftime show, actually, in answer to your question, was a salute to New Orleans. Well, they were playing at the Superdome. Okay. And it was the 40th anniversary of Peanuts, the comic oh, strip by Charles Schultz. Well, then that makes perfect sense. And so they had a really interesting set list. They played up a lazy river. Here comes the showboat. And when the Saints go marching in with Pete Fountain on clarinet. And they also had three marching bands, Nichols State University, Southern University, and USL. Here you go. Who were the announcers of this game? The same ones as before because this was CBS. Right. Pat Summerall, John Madden. And, and, and my man Irv Cross. Irv who is Cross. Part of the NFL Today crew. NFL Today, you had you had uh, Brett Musburger, Irv Cross, Phyllis George. Yep. Later, Jane Kennedy. Jane Kennedy later, and Jimmy the Greek Snyder. Yes, and by this time, Jimmy the Greek was gone, and, and Will McDonough That's right. was Because wasn't there, there some controversy there? Now, the, the one thing, though, that as I looked at the list of broadcasters, yes. Jack Buck. Yes, Joe, was on the, this Joe was Buck's the, uh, This dad. was the, the radio broadcast. Yes. Jack Buck is on the radio broadcast with Hank, Hank Stram. Hank, who, mic me up for Super Bowl who, four. Who I Hank absolutely Stram. loved on the radio. Yeah. I loved him as, oh, as he a was broadcaster. Great. He was just so but, but did, good. But did he matriculate the ball down? Well, the yes, there, there you go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael, we digressed uh, totally. Well, you know, it was it was 55 to 10. Yeah. We, uh, we got his... his more, which you know, one more are you going to talk about the biggest there. One in there? Well, there is one other thing that's one kind of interesting One other thing, and then we'll, just, we'll wrap it up. That's the pregame yeah. ceremonies. The coin toss was kind of interesting. They had recent inductees to the Pro Football Hall of Fame there, but Terry Bradshaw, who was one of the inductees, was also celebrating the 15th anniversary of his Super Bowl IX appearance. Oh, yes. That was played in Tulane Stadium, the precursor to the Superdome. Against right. the Minnesota Vikings. Then, and Woo-hoo. that was where the Steelers won their first That's correct. championship. That is so correct. That was one of the interesting bits of trivia. It that wasn't comes the out of Patriots. I can't, did I ever mention I can't stand the Patriots? Have I mentioned that? That was me thunking my head. How many uh, times today have I mentioned I don't like the I, I, I was going to bang my head on the table here <laughs> if he keeps mentioning that. 
Yeah. Well, Michael, thank you very much for that. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to a little bit anyway. I could talk about my Super Bowl for hours. I don't think anybody really wants to hear that. But uh, So I want to thank Michael and Don for giving me their best Super Bowls, and we're glad we were able to bring that to you. We're going to go back to baseball on our next podcast. So for now, this is Chris for Don and Michael saying thanks for listening to Season Ticket presented by Press Room Pass. And please don't forget to like our Facebook page and visit our website at PressRoomPass.com. Thanks for listening to Season 2, Episode 1 of Season Ticket presented by Press Room Pass. Our hosts certainly brought up some interesting points, didn't they? Let us know your thoughts about your favorite Super Bowl game. Send us an email at seasonticket at pressroompass.com. Better yet, post a comment on our Facebook page. And don't forget to like and follow the page to stay up to date. We look forward to reading what you have to say. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. Now you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and TuneIn. The RSS feed is at seasonticket.castos.com. And you can subscribe at Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and most popular podcast apps. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your interest. We'd like to ask you to help us extend our reach. The best way to do that is to tell your friends. Send them a link to today's episode and encourage them to subscribe to our podcast. On Facebook, you can like the page and share the post. If you have a website, we'd appreciate if you would consider adding a link to our podcast or to pressroompass.com. If you have a podcast, we'd be interested in talking to you about some cross-promotion activity. If you'd like more information, send us an email at seasonticket at pressroompass.com. A new episode will be announced on Facebook and at Press Room Pass. Until then, keep your eye on the ball. If you're really interested in hearing Chris talk for hours, be sure to sign up on our Patreon account. <laughs> Cut. That's a wrap. Uh, the national anthem was sung, by the way. Uh, my Les Nessman version, I'll call him Billy Joel. <laughs> as as uh, Nuke Lelouch said in Bull Durham, I want to announce my presence with authority. <laughs> Michael, bring that bell next I, time. So I go, may have been, you know, I may have been asleep, but I could hear... Pat Summerall and John Madden in That's my right. sleep. Boy, man, I got a question, though. So if it was a salute to the Peanuts, did we have anybody who did the part of the halftime show go, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Wait, Wait I need to laugh. laughing. I need to laugh lower. <laughs> <laughs> Working with idiots. Boy, there's the Oz and the Oz again. Now, Michael, these ones we just talked about, just kind of, like I said, work... Don't get me saying, put this in the outtakes. Oh, wait. Don't Crap. get me saying, don't put no, that that's in. No, that's where I'm going to end it.